the ricochet effect, ricochet effect like Conversation with no moderation, love to the communities, the ricochet effect. Have a conversation with no moderation, love to the communities, the ricochet effect. Have a conversation with no moderation. Hi, this is Renee Cobb, and I'm Dr. Abini Elamine, and we are with the ricochet effect. Greetings, everyone. This is Renee Collins-Cobb from The Ricochet Effect, and... I am Dr. Abini Elamine. It's so wonderful to have you here. We've got a live in-studio guest. Hey, it's good to be <laughs> so here. So exciting. <laughs> Go ahead and introduce yourself. Um, my name is David Napier, but everybody calls me Chill. Um, yeah, and I'm from Harrodsburg, Kentucky, but I've been here for... Been in Lexington for 12 years now. Yes. Yeah. Excellent. And... Till you and I go back a little bit of a long way, yeah. right? So, David, you studied music at Western Kentucky University. Is I that did. correct? <laughs> I did. <laughs> and you have been in a variety of projects around town. Where have we seen you before? Um, you may have seen me with Driftwood Gypsy. You may have seen me with a band that was called Oh My Me back when I first moved here. Moved here. Um, goodness, you name a band, you name a ran sound there or I have performed there. Al's Bar, you know, the borough, all those spots. All kinds of places. Yeah. And he's also, um, Dr. Elamine, been known to show up at a few open mics that have really brought people a lot of joy. And I just okay. want to add that one of my favorites is he taps into his inner schoolhouse rock. Okay. And <laughs> does some three is the magic number is my absolute favorite. Mm -hmm. What are awesome. your instruments? Um, so mostly guitar, but I do play some drums and some piano and some saxophone. Tiny little bit, you know. Jack of all trades, master of none, that kind of thing. A yeah. true renaissance man. I try. <laughs> <laughs> and one of those renaissance uh, men projects, Dr. Elamine, has been um, what I think he developed as a superpower over COVID, if I'm correct. <laughs> yep. And he took on a hobby that has really become not a hobby anymore, right? Tell us about what you learned to do. Um, so funny part is that it wasn't even a hobby. It didn't even, I didn't even have time for it to be a hobby. It went straight from, so my wife asked me to make a spoon one day, her sister for Christmas bought her a salt cellar. And so she walked into my office and said, make me a spoon. And I said, okay, cool. So I had a pocket knife, so I pulled the pocket knife out, and I stabbed a piece of wood that I found sitting around until it became a tiny little spoon for her to, because she was always like, salt, wash your hands, salt, wash your hands. She was tired of having to do that all the time. So I, I facilitated, made a little spoon. She posted it online. Within a month, I got a call from this lady from Canada that was like, hey, I've heard about your spoons. Um, I, I would like to get 20 of those. Oh, wow. Apparently she was from Kentucky, but she lived in Canada, and her friend was like, I, I, you have to get these spoons from this guy. I saw them online. And so the word got out. Um, within two months, it was a business, and I was already shipping internationally, working with chefs around the world. It, it's kind of been a crazy ride for that. And he, I actually have a few of these in my kitchen. Okay. But yeah. there's, they're too pretty to use, though, and I'm sure I'm supposed to, right? Yeah. <laughs> 
Well, that would make the assumption that I cook, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm just so um, impressed with your passion and your energy and your drive and your dedication with virtually anything that you set out to do. And I just want to kind of ask you now about your music and what type of projects are you working on right now? And also, what is coming up in the future? So there are no actual projects going on right now musically. Um, I took a little bit of a break. I had a pretty um, pretty heavy year last year. Um, I can talk about it now, but we lost our my father-in-law and my mother and my father, along with other family members as well, um, all in one the space of last year. And so I took, in, in, in lieu of all of that, I was taking care of my mother through some of her cancer treatments and that kind of thing. So um, I took a break, took some space. This is actually my first show in a long time. I'm rust. I'm feeling the rust, but we're going to knock the rest off. Yeah, but you know what? WKY is really happy to have you in a I've sat in the planning meetings, and let me tell you, we were tossing around some names, and you were certainly was one of the first. And I appreciate it. I'm honored. I, uh, we were actually, so random uh, random thing is you were there. Um, we were the first band, one of the first bands that played um, the opening here for Spur Road when you moved to this location. That is incredible. That's correct. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I was with Driftwood Gypsy at the time, and I think it was also Jocelyn and Sweet Depression and lots of other lo- amazing local bands. So, Dave, let me ask you to speak to the importance of, you said you, you know, we know that you've played here at WKY before, but tonight you're going to be on the air. And would you talk to us about what you think the importance of public radio is and what it means to a community like Lexington and the state of Kentucky? I mean, it ties us in. Um, You know, DeBron Thomas is one of the, uh, of course, one of your correspondents (laughs) and, um, I've been listening to him for ages. He's one of he's a really good friend of mine, um, and and huge in the community. I mean, having to do with take back Cheapside and all the work that's been done through the city, um, you know, it's it's a necessity to be able to talk to the people that are that you're around. Well, excellent. We're so glad to have you. And I have a bonus round question here for you. Are you ready? Let me ask you, because I just feel a lot of, um, like I said, passion and dedication, energy, spirit in your music. What do you think music does for the soul? Oh, yeah. I mean, it warms it. You know, like there's um, something to be said about music. Um, it likes things in our mind that we normally either either were attached to in a previous life or um, just connects us in a way. <clears throat> How do I answer this straightforward? It's a, it's a, it's a hard one to kind of answer. It's, it's a big answer. Um, like, let's say you take somebody that's elderly with dementia. Uh, my grandfather actually was one of those those patients. And... Every once in a while, like even when his mind has like drifted off, you can really hear music pop back up and he'll sing an old hymn, you know, and he'll really get into that just, just mm-hmm, feeling, you know, and that really gets us, that, that kind of ignites our, you know, our souls and everybody around us just to see that light kind of shine back in it, you know. So thank you for being here. Hey, I know that you have here. got to get ready for a set, hey. and uh, we look forward to your performance. Thank you. Thank you for having me out. <laughs> thank you so much for being with us today.
Well, we've come to the close of a, another amazing podcast. I'd like to thank our listeners. I'd like to thank our guest. And as we say here at WKY, we can't do it without our community. And just keep in mind that DEIB is the DNA of humanity. The vision of Project Ricochet is to find practical solutions that assist minority youth who are prone to antisocial behaviors while discovering positive and productive lifestyle alternatives. An overarching goal of Project Ricochet is to work and communicate in genuine ways with existing organizations and groups which have a similar focus as we do. Our programming is distinctive because it provides development opportunities for community and economic empowerment. It's the Ricochet Effect, Ricochet Effect. Ricochet effect, ricochet effect.